Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and two things up for review this week. First is Jordan Peele's latest film, Nope. It's a spoiler-free review, but I do reference things that are shown in the trailer, so if you are somebody who just aggressively doesn't want to know anything about it, then don't listen to this review yet. And then the other thing I have is the Russo Brothers' latest film. It's called The Gray Man, and it's out on Netflix. First up is Nope, which is the latest film from director Jordan Peele, and I will put the disclaimer out there to start, I don't like horror movies. I'm not good at watching them. I get really scared. I don't care if it's gutsy, gory horror or psychological thrillers. I just get very paranoid and afraid, and so they work really well on me, which is why I don't like watching them, because I'm a fraidy cat in that sense. And it's just not an, in- I don't get a thrill out of being scared like that. I just get scared. So, uh, you know, I have seen all of Jordan Peele's movies, and I do really like them, because I think they are very smart and have something to say. Nope, has something to say. It's not that it doesn't. But I do think the themes and messaging of Us and Get Out were a little stronger. And I think the challenge for Jordan Peele is that everyone is always comparing everything to Get Out, which I thought was really brilliant. I was trying to sit there. I was sitting there during the movie. I was trying to figure out what is the sort of thesis of this film? You know, if Get Out is about racism and the racism that comes from like more performative sources or you know let's like blatant racism even though you know spoilers it's more it's it's about racism right and then us is also about that but about class and privilege I feel like nope is his exploration or expression about being a black filmmaker in Hollywood that's what I took away from it and then I also felt like the trailers are slightly misleading and this I don't want this to be a spoiler but I do think tonally it is less like Get Out and Us than uh, the trailers want you to believe and I don't think that's a bad thing I just feel like it was overly positioned uh, in a way and so I sat there the whole time with like hands over ears like waiting for you know it, it just it, it created an extra level of suspense in me which maybe was the intention but wasn't pleasant and I finally when I realized like what the film was doing I was like okay I can relax a little bit and enjoy it for what it is not necessarily what trailers may have misled me to believe it is so again I think it's about uh you know the a commentary on the black filmmaking experience in especially modern Hollywood it stars Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer and Steven Yeun and I think everyone's great in it you know I I really think sometimes you forget that Daniel Kaluuya is British but he you know uh, he and Kiki Palmer play siblings and their father who's played by Keith David owns a horse training ranch uh, and and they train horses for Hollywood and and commercials and movies and all that stuff and uh, you know it's a very small industry and I can imagine also in real life there are very few black people in that industry let alone you know that subsection of the industry so uh, then, it, again, if you've seen the trailers, this is hopefully not a spoiler, uh, you know, scary things start to happen, possibly extraterrestrial things, possibly not, we're not sure, it's freaky. So without going more into the plot details, I did, you know, there were, there were so many specific filmmaker, film industry, film nerd things that I was like, I, as someone who has a background that, you know, touches that core, I got it. And I was like, oh, I, I think I know. Like, there's such subtle, brilliant, specific things in it. But I don't know if a wider audience is going to be as plugged into that. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy it and you won't have, you know, you won't get the themes and all that stuff. But I was just like, wow, this is really, this is really for film people. So if you're a film buff, like this might be, you know, the greatest movie you've ever seen. Again, it still falls into the same sort of family as his other films. I do think it's a spiritual successor in many ways. But my biggest thing is don't go in expecting, get out, just accept it for what it is. I still had a good time. I mean, good is relative, right? Because I sat there terrified for 90% of the film, but I still thought it was an enjoyable film. And I was able to sleep afterwards, which was really great for me. So I'm going to give Nope a four out of five.
I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And the next film I have this week is called The Gray Man, and this is a nope from me. So it's from the Russo brothers, Joe and Anthony Russo. You know, you probably know them best for their work on, I don't know, The Avengers. But uh, for me, I actually know them from the, they were directed community. But so they had like a background in comedy or they have comedy chops. And I feel like The Gray Man, they called it supposedly their return to uh, comedy and things like that. I don't know if you would call it a successful return to comedy. So the premise of it is you've got Ryan Gosling as this sort of recruited bad boy and he's recruited into the CIA to do not black ops stuff, but you know, but things that fall into the gray, right? He's not officially a CIA operative or is he? All this stuff, you know, whatever. And then you've got Chris Evans as sort of a foil to him. You've got Anna de Armas, Rishi Jean Page, Billy Bob Thornton, Alfre Woodard. And I just, okay, I, 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 I don't want to keep ragging on Netflix for these films, but these films are so bad. Like, I don't know why they keep greenlighting them or acquiring them or encouraging them. You know, I don't know what the business model is here because if you've been following the, the news of their subscription, et cetera, like these types of films are not working. And it feels like what if, if you're trying to churn out content, like don't spend the $100 million on one crappy, crappy film. Spend $20 million on five, like, decent medium-sized films and maybe one of them will be spectacular but I feel like putting all these eggs into these like movie of the week baskets are just oh it's so bad so Ryan Gosling is an action hero Chris Evans is an action hero um it's Anna de Armas is sort of an action hero but also feels like sort of like you know the girl who gets put to the side I got the sense that they were trying to make her feel as capable etc as the guys but it's just I did also again they tried to infuse some sense of comedy into it and it just i I did. I, there was only one line I laughed at, and I'm not going to spoil it. But it's only a line I laughed at because of the meta ness of it. And I, you know, I don't think it'll age well. And I also, it was so far into the movie that I was like, oh god, okay, you know, we're still here. I, the, the action is whatever, the effects are whatever, the script is, ugh. and I, I also just I don't believe Chris Evans in particular as a character who falls into the gray. You know he's a possible bad guy because he has a mustache that looks like a cop. But, um, you know, uh, aside from... Also, the facial hair in this movie. So terrible all around, actually. Ryan Gosling has a goatee that I just... Just atrocious. This movie... It, it, no, just no. I don't... I can't. I can't recommend it. I'm going to give it a 2 out of 5, and I feel like that's actually being generous. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.